Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 659, Beer Evan and Hansen. <laughs> it's a very long beer commercial? It's a, like a frat movie. Like, hey everybody, <laughs> it's something. Evan Hansen's here, beer him. <laughs> beer me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that an office joke? What's I that? Think, for the beer me. I, don't, I mean, that's we used to that's say that something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like uh, they might say it in the Andy. office. I think but it was an Andy joke, but like, yeah, like, yeah. We, no. I mean, people have been saying that forever. So. Yes, yeah. Ours was uh, if you got up, hey Moses, beer me. Yeah, <laughs> if you got up, you're like ail me. If you said thanks, <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, you're bringing the me, Vikings bringing mead me, mead me. Yeah, I really uh, I thought there'd be more mbop in this movie. <laughs> I was disappointed. <laughs> I. uh... <laughs> That's so. That's a bad joke. <laughs> I didn't get that one. Hanson. Hanson. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that is bad. <laughs> so uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and uh, follow us so you never miss an episode. And if you want to leave us a review, that's helpful as We've well. We've had more ratings. Have we? No well, reviews, but good. ratings. Okay. So good uh, enough. We'll take it. Yeah. Also, uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. You can also become a League of Show Share member by sharing an episode. So here's the people who were kind enough to do this last week, this week. <laughs> well, I don't know. However time works. <laughs> flat circle i should point out that uh, uh chris falls pointed out to me that i had not been saying his name and so the the when i click so it used to be when we posted i could just click the thing that said share and see who shared and now right. it only shows me like three people oh, that's and then it says more and not, it doesn't show so then i realized if i if i go to our insights panel yeah right i could go there and look at it and it would show me everybody but oh. now when i do that it just Flashes a pop up and closes it with the name. Like, <laughs> get it real quick. <laughs> but it doesn't show everything. Like, it's not even like it's all there, and I have to just keep doing over. It's still like there's a, a, a more button that I would hit. You would think they and could so, figure this out. I don't know. So like, so if I haven't been saying your name, I I apologize. So that that's that's why I'm not singled you out. You didn't do something to upset me. It's just. <laughs> And it's just it's it's just it's that's why we, that's why we haven't seen Disneyland Matt yeah for four <laughs> years for seven years yeah totally so anyway people who were kind enough to share an episode this week uh, Chris Valls and apparently last couple of weeks so but I said his name like five times now he gets so it. I, he's fine I feel like we're caught up yeah yeah uh, Tammy Sherman Powers Gabriel Lugo Chris Williams Julianne Jordan Heather Sack Cinema Recall Spoiler Piece Theater Kathy Woods. Colby Mack, The Movie Journey Podcast, Chris Wilson, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Geek to Me Radio, Binge Movies, Ronnie Castle, Feel and Film, In Session Film, 
and the Minorities Report. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. You can also check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash realspoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and you help us out, and it is greatly appreciated. And I guess we have new stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the the first, I've, I've been trying to break down the, the Halloween timelines and of course matt reedy called us out on the james bond timeline but <laughs> whatever uh but yeah so the first episode is up with uh josh bell from the awesome movie year podcast that's the um rob zombie halloween so that's that one timeline i just recorded with uh matt basler who i don't know if you guys know is this he related to matt f basler he is related to matt f <laughs> basler uh he had a tiktok video that like went legit viral and did like at least four million views and i didn't <laughs> was it li- talking about the saw series no but he oh. was moving <laughs> you have to go, go go watch the, go look up his tiktok account it's bonkers that it's that high of a, of a of a viewed and shared video but we just did uh the 78 81 and then h2o and resurrection so that timeline has been recorded and that will hopefully be out as soon as possible uh and then we've got two more on the way awesome so uh, there's all that. I guess uh, let's dig in to Dear Evan Hansen. You rat bastards. Making so me watch a musical. you've seen this. You went to Broadway to see this. It sounds like this. you probably should have gone to Broadway to see this because it would be better. Apparently. This, I, I, man, this is this was not enjoyable for me at all. So I've never seen the the play. Oh, wow. You never no. saw this one? No. And That's surprising. I figured you would have at least caught the tour when it came Yeah, through. no, I did not. And so from what I can gather, this is not near as good as that. But I will say this is certainly a flawed film. But overall, I enjoyed it. Sure, but uh, it's a really good show. When you, I mean, it's it's not as effective as the show, right? But it's tough adapting things to film, and this is a show that certainly works better as a stage production. I like. I honestly don't know. Like, I'm curious. Like, why does it work better on stage than it does on film? Well, for one thing, age. Yeah, I think you you can suspend your disbelief (laughs) over the. 35 years but <laughs> but you know in fairness to that people like people are like oh i can't i he's too old i'm you know i guess i'll go watch greece again like like no. nobody you know like yeah. so here i guess my only thing about him was we saw him in pitch perfect playing a guy in college yeah and that was 15 years ago it wasn't 15 years ago it was like the nine fist, years ago. So probably pretty close to 10 all nine, right yeah but uh, but now we're seeing the same guy not Skyler, whatever his name is. This is like the he was like the nerdy mm-hmm. magic guy yeah. in the in the first in those movies. But now he's older, significantly older, and playing a younger character. But we could, I bet you, we could do an hour podcast right now of actors playing younger characters. I don't think you're like, right. Ferris like, Bueller, stay off. Like, a, yeah. like I, I mean, you could do. I mean, everything from um, look at True Grit, Tom Holland, yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, let's look at Spider Man and Do you remember Spider Man? <laughs> and what about Spider Man? <laughs> All three well, Spider-Men are there In Greece, there's a line where Stockard Channing talks about how she missed her period, and I, my first thought was menopause. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever see her interview for Lois Lane? No. Yeah. There was I think like, she'd have been a great Lois she, Lane. The, she did a, a screen test with somebody where she she screened, and it's on one of those Blu-rays of her as Lois Lane uh-huh. doing the interview. It was, I was like, oh, I could see that. That so, works, yeah. yeah. So back to the age thing. So, yeah, I'm not saying this movie fails because of it, but that's obviously been one of the biggest conversations about his age. So he was 26 when he filmed this. 26 playing an 18 year old. I mean, that's reasonable. That's not a huge stretch. Now, he does look like an old 26. Like, for 20, like Tom Holland, 25 or whatever, does not look like Ben Platt. But the point is, when you're seeing the live show from your seats, right. 
I mean, oh, even if you're front row, from your seats is different than camera in your face. Totally. He's also, I mean, if I've seen the pictures of him, and he has like. I don't know. There's a different look to him on stage. Like I've seen pictures of him in this. Well, I, I think his they hair, did a service by giving him the curly hair. Like he has a real short cut in the state when he was. Now this was five or six years ago, sure, right? So he sure. still has age since then. But the short hair look looked a lot more. I don't know if you'd say innocent, but like he looked boyish. Like younger. Boyish. Yes, yeah, it, it yeah. added to now with his face. I mean, I'm sure they did lots of tests. There may be a reason with so, that haircut. It could have <laughs> with his face and the hair might not maybe, work. Maybe right? he's got some. Uh, See what I don't spots, and, and I get that like they wanted to capture this performance, right? Like, yeah. like he, like he, like the Book know. of Mormon thing, yeah, right. And so, so like, or the producers, like, yeah. where they were like, oh, we want to capture these guys doing this because mm-hmm. it's so good. So he, here's the thing: this movie's got you know, it's it's a large, decently budgeted film. Yeah, why not slap some CGI on it and just de-age him a smidge? It's a good question why they didn't go the route that we see. We've seen it so much. Yeah, but often. it's Marvel, right? Well, like it's. Di- I don't. I mean, has there any? Has there been anybody else that's done the I bet, thing? I bet there's X in the city. I, I bet <laughs> successfully. I bet there's. Okay, that's fair. I bet there's been a ton you wouldn't know of. They yeah, they maybe. touch up the new thing in Hollywood is I mean CG is so much cheaper than practical effects and that includes makeup. Yeah. And sometimes it is easier for the computers to go through and track the face and do the CGI makeup, if you will. I think they do it a ton, and you don't realize it, and it's really effective. That's how you why you don't realize it. Sure, sure. So it's a great question. That's yeah. a very good question. But anyway, so I don't think it's that egregious. And I don't pe- either. Pe- people online, it's the internet. And yeah. The way that they're like, Grandpa. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I definitely did not. I never thought that he was 40. Yeah. Right. Right. But 10 or 15 minutes in, and you're like, okay, he's Evan Hansen. Like, that's it. Like, you, your brain just gets used to it. You're like, okay, does he look like a high school kid? No, he looks like he's out of high school. But then it's the, it's the, uh, it's the Han Solo thing, right? Like, it, when you're watching Solo, mm-hmm. it takes you, what, anybody that saw that movie, right? We, call, it, took yeah. us, it took us a that's minute. That's not Han yeah. Solo. And then eventually you're, you're like, like, okay, oh, he is Han Solo. It's, it's just like, a different, he just looks yeah. different, right? But I think that's I, a great, yeah. I, I didn't know where you were going, but I think that's great because when I, it took me a while too. And even like my first viewing, where I was like 30 minutes in you're just like yeah. but I was like that movie was fun I liked it and I saw it a second time and I didn't think about him being Han Solo once and I was like oh this is awesome this movie's yeah. fun you know so it just takes your brain a little bit but I found like seriously 10 or 15 minutes in and it didn't strike me that much again but but to, for people that haven't seen it and they just look at a screenshot or the trailer and they're just totally blowing it out of proportion it's not that bad of a, a thing and he's good I mean the reason why they cast him aside from his dad being the producer is <laughs> that um, he's good like I mean singing wise I, he, this character I mean he he developed this character off Broadway you know uh, he did it before it went to Broadway on Broadway he has been Evan Hansen and for such a long time and from the character's inception and he like lives this character he embodies the spirit of this anxious you know kid going through this stuff and so i just think that he knows the character so well and you also then get for the fans you know you're kind of doubling up one is he really good at that character and then two, the fans of the broadway show or people that never saw him on broadway after right. he left it's like i get to see evan hansen playing or sorry ben platt playing evan hansen which is a huge deal to people that love the show so i I, totally get why they did it i think that's one of the other issues that they're fighting is if they hadn't used him there's such a fan base around these musicals uh especially the ones that skew younger like this or be more chill yeah um 
that if you make changes, they get mad. Right. I sure, mean, the Be sure. More Chill fans got mad at Be More Chill because they made changes between the the touring production and when it went to Broadway, and they were like, we got to put some final mm-hmm. polish on this, and people were mad about that, and like, honestly, they made the right call. I don't I, even know I that mean, is. What's that? What's Be More Chill? It's a it's a Broadway musical that's about like a teenager, and it, it deals with a lot of the same issues, but in in a funnier way. Oh, now, so it's, just, a, it's a better show. It's, it's a, a better it's, show. It's a way is more it, Is that being made into a movie as well? The, we, uh, yeah, Netflix a couple weeks ago. Oh, is it? Is Tom it read something about yeah. pre-production. Oh, okay. Because I've been saying for since they announced this, I'm like, why are we going to Dear Evan Hansen before Be More Chill? I get it commercially. Dear, Dear Evan, Evan Hansen, Hansen is, is the bigger hit. Be More Chill is the is the better show the songs you might actually like be more chill it's cool yeah it's a funny it's it's, the kids are like more nerdy like they're into video games and movies and pop culture so the references are all like the stuff that we always talk about um there's not a suicide component so they can they can have a more fun show right the subject matter of this and obviously if you're i'm sure you know the premise of the show but like content warning the whole thing is based on a character's suicide so like that's goes throughout it and i in and there i think people are like oh the show and the musical numbers are just not fun blah blah blah. it's like do you realize if they made a bunch of right. fun big musical numbers when <laughs> the entire thing is based yeah, on you this? can't really make like, a fun musical. the only fun the only like fun musical number in this in this movie was when they're composing the fake emails yeah, yeah. and they ha- and they keep starting over and i'm like yeah. but even then i'm like Oh man, like this is like a really like it's a really awful, weird. It's an awful thing to be doing and and it's weird that you're making it fun and it's also weird that you're making it fun by kind of like reanimating the dead corpse of, of this the kid. suicide kid. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And so like but it wasn't at the joke wasn't at his expense, but it was still just I was like it was, I got, Ill, it was I, ill-planned. I need a second to kind of walk through this in my head on a, if, if this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing. So I there are people that, to be fair, it's not just the movie. There are people since the show came out, you know, on Broadway that are even probably even before Broadway, except you didn't hear about it as much. But, you know, you've heard stuff over the last several years about Dear Evan Hansen is not a good show. I can't believe it's this popular, blah, blah, blah. If the idea of a story around a character that commits suicide and then especially one character that lies about it, like if you're not even going to give it a chance like I can see why people would just be like, no. Like some yeah. people just can't even give it the time of day. They're like, I, I, so that's I, a horrible idea. I'm not watching well, this. I, mean, I hate it. I it really is... struggled with the lying. Yeah. Like when he gets to the when he when Evan gets to like the family's dinner, it's like, what are what are you doing? Like just the the problem is right. Like he integrates himself into this family all based on a lie. He starts banging the dead kid's sister based on a lie. Like I, I, like I cannot root for this kid. It's, he's hard to root but, for. If but because like yeah. all it takes is, uh, even the sister said like the sister even tells him, you're di-, like she she lays she's not saying anything that like their their relationship isn't based on the brother right the brother's the thing that brings them gets him the balls to talk to her right but it's not like. That's the cornerstone of their relationship. She's into him because he is different than everybody mm-hmm. else. And if he had just told the truth, yeah, it's it's so simple to just tell the truth oh, in the in but, that. But in, it's not, Joe. That's the thing I want to get to. It no, the, we let's start from the beginning and let's talk about this character. So Evan Hansen, the titular dear Evan Hansen, yes, um, he he's a character with severe social anxiety. 
I believe he has depression as well. But the main thing that drives this character is his anxiety. Um, they set it up in the beginning really well, which I don't believe they do this in the play. But uh, his mom works late all the time, played by Julianne Moore, and she leaves him money for pizza. And he's like, I can't order a pizza because I'll have to go to the door to get it. I mean, that's... They, that, they that's, say that in the movie. They talk about that in the movie. No, no, in the play. I, I know they say it in the movie. Oh, I don't know if they say it's not in, in the, the play. play. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying it's in the play. You weren't sure. No, no, they okay. do this a good. Sorry, they do a good job here. Yeah. Is what I mean because I, that okay, little but character if he has such social anxiety. Boy, he sure goes away when he's lying. I I know, but <laughs> he this, spins quite a yarn. And he he's got goes, a, he, it's he gets, got a, he gets deep. It's got a melody. It's got a nice rhyme scheme. <laughs> like it's like when all of a sudden he starts to lie, all of that fades I, away. I know, but the, things start going his way. This is what I'm. This is what I'm going to get to. But I'm trying to set up Evan Hansen first, so we know he has this extreme social anxiety. So much so he doesn't even want to talk to the pizza guy. So like that's serious. Like he has issues, right? And uh, we find out later in the film he's going through a lot more issues than we even are led to believe in the beginning. It's not just anxiety. Like, it's some serious stuff, yeah. how he gets his cast. I mean, th- I think that is such a – it hits you hard in the end because you realize just how bad he has it. Like, you oh, think, I like, just – like, I guess that was so not that's, I mean, a reveal to me. That was I was like, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, he was going to – kill himself yeah like i never for a second thought given he wasn't. given what we know about like we knew we knew we know about him but before we see the fall it's like well i know why he was there right like he was going to kill himself like that was the whole well you, you, don't, you don't climb a tree and then you know what i mean like well, I, I don't think a kid climbing a tree and then falling is I, you, but you just uh, you just said uh, it a stretch a, a kid like I mean, I climbed trees all the time when I was a kid. But by the time I was well, a, even his seventeen year old, even kid. if his friend calls him out when he's like, "I fell out of a tree," he's like, "What are you five? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> right, right, right. Like that's not a thing. So okay, so I didn't immediately the first time I saw the show realize that. But I I think that they I mean they want you to believe he's climbing a tree. He works at a nature park. Whatever. I mean, he, there's just not that much going on. He's he climbed up a tree to get a view. Whatever. But so you know, spoilers. So that's a reveal at the end. But it's like you know, his parents. Everyone thinks he fell out of this tree but he jumped out of the tree he, right he was going to commit suicide himself so i think when you understand that and you understand the character of evan hansen and how much depression and anxiety he has doing the things he d- does are not okay and in the show and the movie they're not trying to tell you these things are okay but i think you understand why he does them and how quickly it spirals out of control because evan hansen is doing this assignment like that's what the letter is that's what the title of the movie means the the letter is and i'm going to read it just for people that don't and maybe they won't ever see the the movie but the letter is a task it's like a, it's like a self-affirmation it, kind of thing so to to like yeah like confirmation um his therapist t- wants him to write a letter to himself telling him why today is going to be a good day find the positive things before you start your day focus on positive then go have the good day so this letter and i think this is from the stage show i don't think they changed it but if they changed a couple words i apologize i don't have a movie screen capture or whatever but it says dear evan hansen it turns out this wasn't an amazing day after all this isn't going to be an amazing week or an amazing year because why would it be oh i know because there's zoe and all of my hope is pinned on zoe who i don't even know and who doesn't know me but maybe if i did maybe if i could just talk to her then maybe maybe nothing would be different at all i wish that everything was different i wish that i was part of something i wish that anything i said mattered to anyone i mean face it would anyone even notice if i disappeared tomorrow Sincerely, your best and most dearest friend, me. 
And so he's writing that note at the beginning of the movie. And that's a note that, you know, is this task. And, you know, when you hear it, just hearing that note, it does sound like a suicide letter. It could, easily it could, could be interpreted sure. that yep. way, which clearly, I mean, in the circumstances, it's clear why it was. So he's at school and it just he's he's nervous. He's anxious. I mean, we see that play out, whatever. But but uh, this kid, Connor Murphy, is an outsider. You know, kids are you know, he's angry. But he's also he's definitely got some issues. For sure. Yeah. And when we find on the movie, he yeah. was in rehab. So so he's clearly dealing with a lot of issues. Um, and so you see him, you know, people are looking at him and, he, you know, he's got that like he's dressed in all black and he's like slamming his locker and he's angry. So he they he's kind of painted as just a typical troubled high school kid. Emo kid. Yeah, like an emo mm, kid yeah. troubled. So so he he's in the library and, and Connor. I'm sorry. Connor is in the library or something with Evan during a, a class break or whatever and evan is printing out this letter so that i guess he could i don't know if it's just to read it or to bring it to his therapist or i, I think he's supposed to bring it to his that's what i was like, so a, like, bring it, like okay. yeah. Yeah. so he's printing out the letter that he started writing that morning before school and then connor uh, so they're in the library together and like he's already written on Con- like connor has already written on evan's cast yeah that's that's one of the big things is like Evan doesn't have friends and he's not social so he doesn't no one signs his cast even his "Quote unquote friend is like no yeah sign it. I mean that was pretty funny. We're that, family friends. That kid, the, I did enjoy. That. He was good. Yeah, he I was thought he was good. Yeah. That, that whole you know, he's on atypical. Oh, is uh, he playing basically the, the same, same, same kid yeah. but straight? Oh but, right. yeah, but it's like the exact same. <laughs> yeah, performance. that was yeah. funny. So but he's he's, he's yeah, he, I enjoyed him. So we should mention because that's a big plot point is that uh, yeah. But so before this, that Connor's like, I'll sign your cast, and Evan's like, what? And then he's like, no one signed your cast yet. I'll sign it. And he signs it. Right. So it's like, that's a big deal. And, and you get the humanity behind Connor there, too, because he they only show him as this, like, outcast, angry, whatever. And then Connor does something nice. He's just like, I'll sign yeah. it. And, and he didn't sign it like Butthead or something. You know what I mean? He <laughs> signed, signed his name. I mean, the, he signs it big, which is kind of like a <laughs> punk move. But, you know, he's still. <laughs> Nobody else signed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so he signs big Connor, like well, the it, whole face. Of there's, a, there's a split second with Connor when. He, they're in the. I think it's when they're still in the library. And they're they, sitting across like, and they have a brief interaction, and he comes across like a. Pecan? And Evan gets up to walk away, and and he has a. You see a look on his face for where he's just like, God dang it, yeah, like he like he wasn't trying to do that, right? Yeah, you know? right, right, right. I, I think in the way that we see him through just the small flashback videos and those little nuances. Connor is he's a troubled kid, but he's not purposefully trying to be a bad person. It's, he's struggling with things. But we don't I I agree with you, but we don't know that up until we see that video of him playing of of Connor playing guitar. Yeah. You've got I almost said Isla Isla Fisher, and that's not who this is. <laughs> this is Amy Adams, who kind of is is in a state of hero worship where she refuses to kind of see the bad stuff. And is like he was a good kid. He was just having a hard time. But then you've got the the stepdad who is cold and shut off and not really backing up the mom. Right. Um, that dad was actually on Law and Order SVU. That's the only reason I remember that guy because I watched <laughs> that show. And then the sister who I I'm, I feel like garbage that I can't remember her name because she was so good. Caitlin Devers, yes, Caitlin Devers in what was that movie? Book Smart, Book Smart, she and she's so also wonderful in Book Smart. There's a show on Netflix about like uh, police officers investigating rape. Oh, yeah, she's, like, she's the girl. She's the main girl who like 
gets raped and then recants it and then tries to recant the recantation. And then they make her, yes. And, and, it's, and it's a really good show. So, yes, and she's fantastic on that. Where I remember her from is she played a very young, troubled girl on Justified with Timothy Olafantastic. Mm. And she was one. She was great on that show. Yeah. So Danny Pino is the dad. Yes. There we go. Um, so, but but then you get her, the sister side of the story where it's like, man, he wasn't nice. Yeah. And that's the only stuff that we get for a long time. It's tough. So uh, this show explores a lot of different views of like how 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 do people remember those who are gone and and you know a lot of times when someone passes away and i mean rightfully so it's a nice thing to do everyone is so sorry for your loss so sorry for your and loss and the sister so says that she's like people and, and are, people like, want to be my friends that i've never talked right, to right right and so but it's an interesting analysis because it's like well what if someone really wasn't a good person right but you still go through all the niceties but then the person you're saying that to might in this case when it's the sister is like he treated me horribly world's yeah. greatest dad you ever seen that yeah yeah, no. Robin Williams, Robin Williams. Directed, oh. directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. That's a crazy. Where it's 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 a very d- dark. It is comedy. directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes. Yeah. Oh, then no, I haven't seen this. And uh, and basically, he has his son is a complete irredeemable. He's I mean, horrible. He's just a horrible yeah. human being, and and he he kills himself. Or what does he 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 like he dies masturbating yeah. right like it's yeah. like audio erotic <laughs> auto erotic association yeah. and and so and then and then this kid becomes like the cause celebra of the school of ah. like oh we all loved him and we miss him and Robin Williams is like my kid was a like nobody right. liked my kid you shouldn't like my kid I didn't like my kid <laughs> like and and it's just him trying to process that and it's okay. like it's. Yeah, it's and there's not, a lot of that here. Yeah, so there's it, a lot of that. So here. it's interesting though, because and, and and it's not saying that one way is right or wrong or the way they handle it here, but it's interesting because you're getting a perspective from all these different characters, people that didn't know him, and then they're walking through the hall. Oh, I remember Connor. This kind of taking pictures like, in front of his locker. Yeah and, yeah, and people's telling stories, you know, passing to the next and the next, and hearing this thing, and maybe it's something he didn't even do. It's just interesting how people process that information. So I think it's an interesting exploration, and you see how the mom deals with it. You see how the dad who the dad is not a biological father but he's been there since, since he was like one or three, two, three. the three. daughter yeah. was yeah. the daughter the, the daughter was one oh yeah. he was three connor yeah. was three. Oh, then i guess oh then i misunderstood that i thought the daughter was their child no she's those said, were both Amy. oh she, he was the stepdad to both of them correct yeah because he remembers you. dad she doesn't remember her real dad i got you yeah. i guess i just i missed okay. that and I thought so that, so anyway so that but with the connor thing so Evan's printing out the letter. They're all in line at the school printer getting their assignments for the day, whatever. And then Connor grabs this. It, it was this yours. And then he looks at it before he hands it to him. And doesn't he just see his sister's name? And he sees the name Zoe. Yeah. And then so Connor takes this. At, even though this is Evan trying to do this for himself and he's struggling with all this, Connor, who's already beat up dealing with all his issues, is now think, a big old think, trigger thinking is being antagonized. Yeah. Yeah. He does say he's like, you struck up a conversation with me just so I would see your weird sex letter with my sister. Yeah, it's so... And, and of course, Evan's like, no, I didn't know. Yeah, it's horrible. And, and, I, and I was with this character up until this point, right? Like, I I understand the anxiety and, like, trying to just make it through school. Um, well, Evan hasn't done anything at this point. No, but, right, you, right, you know right. I mean, he hasn't even yeah. lied yet. So, like, at this point... But I think they've done a really good job. And Ben Platt, as far as playing, like, anxious and nervous, like... 
I mean, he captures that. I you can see this kid is there's a, a lot, bag I, of nerves. Yeah, there's a lot of um, uh, Woody Allen in this portrayal, right? Like, yeah, I, I see that in a, in a lot of the Woody Allen stuff, he's kind of got that stutter, yeah. and he's got like the hunt. He he kind of walks with like a hunchback. I feel like Woody Allen's still a little more confident usually, but <laughs> no, I agree. With, yeah, you're, you're right. But I mean, like in the way the that neurotic, he, in the way that he, he like carries himself yeah. and his, his speech pattern. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is what sets the whole thing off. And unfortunately, after this final straw, and, and clearly Evan did not intend this, and it's horrible it happened this way. Um, you know, so it's hard to say what would have happened had he not seen the letter. You know, he still was dealing with issues, but this is what sets him off. This he literally he kills himself yeah. after this. And so, you know, days go by. Uh, Connor's not at school, and Evans like, like, oh my days. god, like he's got my letter. And... What's gonna happen? I know he's... This little walk and talk with the with the friend where he's yeah. like, remember in like fourth grade where he picked up that printer and threw it at a teacher just for looking at him weird? <laughs> like, yeah, you're in trouble. Like yeah. he's gonna do yeah. some bad stuff to you. And yeah. Evans like, great, cool, thank you. And he's called to the principal's office. Yeah, and uh, Connor's parents are there. Uh, Amy Adams and Danny Pino, and uh, they're and this is what sets the whole thing into motion the lie right does so, he lie here well because, like, he, he lies like, by he omission covers, yeah he, covers, he, lies, like, he yeah he lies through silence okay he okay. just lets but him continue that's believing right it. that's right that's but right but this is where i think you either have to I, I think once you've seen the whole movie play out and you think about this talk about this if you watched it again i mean you have to see how this starts and i believe evan's intentions were He's dealing with extreme anxiety, and it's really hard when being faced with something like that. Sometimes I think I have n- I take no issue with this scene. Okay, right? Like I think this is this it, this makes total sense to me. Yeah, where he's approached again with the anxiety. The mom and dad are like, "He was your best friend," and he doesn't say anything. Right? Like yeah. it, you're right; it's a lie by omission. But, he, but, but these are two parents he doesn't know. Yeah. The parents of the girl he likes that's never talked to him, basically, and the kid who just stole his letter and he thinks he's going to beat him up like right. he's in a very awkward situation i agree with you not knowing anything going on he doesn't even want to talk to the pizza guy and right i just said what he was dealing with. and he like, also like it hasn't been made public yet that this kid is dead or committed suicide and so like he, he was like just between the parents he's, and him yeah yeah because because you see that after the scene is everybody's phones start going off right, right so like right, right, right. so like it's also he gets the revelation of like oh and this kid's dead yeah yeah right so so this is so you got to realize like what started is a very i don't know if i want to say innocent but like he's not meaning any harm by he's, going with their he's a deer in the headlights that's yeah. that's the best way to describe yeah. it is he's he's caught in a situation in this moment in the principal's office in the school where he doesn't know what to do, but the right? parents, like, but the parents are also constantly s- telling themselves what they want to hear. Right, that's yes. the problem. And so I think, well, I think the mom, Dan, the, the Danny well, Pino, he like, still goes along and, and goes, "Oh, you were blessed." I mean, he still goes along with it in his yeah. own way. She's, I definitely more like you said on the side of like, "Oh, this is Connor because it's her her first child and whatever." But he still is like, "Oh, this, that, and the other." Throughout the movie, like he's going along too with it. And uh, and he did care about the kid too, since he was. Well, we, and we see know, that later. Yeah, for he sure, does care about sure. it. So he was just more realistic about who the kid was. Yes, yeah. it, it, like the exactly. the mo- I think especially like post death, 
the mom is like, now this kid's frozen in the yeah. amber, and tomorrow was the day he was going to yeah. turn it all around, right, and he right, doesn't right, get right. it tomorrow. She's lying to yeah. herself. Yes. I'm not saying it makes it any more horrible what happened, but she is lying to herself. The dad is being realistic. Yeah. And that's how they deal with what they deal with, mm-hmm. right? They're different people. And so that's another interesting part of this is how people deal with this type of trauma. You see how the sister's dealing with it. You see the mom, the dad, and they all have different ways of dealing with it. But at this point, they say, we found the his note and we want to share this with you um you two were clearly friends and the open it up and it's his letter he wrote to himself but again i read it earlier it clearly reads like a suicide it note. does yeah if it works find, on both levels if you yeah. find it on a deceased person's totally. body it 100 percent. i mean what else would you make of that right so the way they put it into motion it, it, it makes a lot of sense it's not like oh that's weird that would never happen it's like oh crap well that's how anyone would interpret sure. that but doesn't he like take it he's like oh i gotta go right isn't that how that ends is like he takes the note or he doesn't take the note but he's like i, I got it and I just like gets up and leaves i think they did give it to him because it was a letter to him i think they did give Maybe. him the note um but so so that's how it starts and and he's they say oh you were best friends he wrote this to you and and oh your name is on his his name is on your cast, cast. and so all these things happen and he's just like uh, yeah, you know and with knowing what we know about his struggles and even before the reveal at the end but i just mean his anxiety and everything it's like yeah i don't know given that awkward situation and you're not ever thinking it's going to blow up and anything, it's like, okay, so we're friends. What does that change? Like, right. That makes him feel good. He had a friend that he could talk to. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't, don't have a problem with that. That okay. that's totally makes sense. Right. When we get to dinner. Right. And that, this is where things get bad, especially yeah. when he, he, he crafts this amazing yeah. tale and he's supposed to be the kid that's the deer in the headlights at all times. And he's but able when he to, lies, that all goes away. Well, he's able to, he is, he's able to craft this entire backstory and tell it, right? I, I guess I feel like if this kid has crippling anxiety, having to tell the parents and the girl that he's been lusting after since this movie, for we don't even know how long, to be able to craft this lie and tell this lie perfectly and keep the lie going and building upon it and building upon it. Well, it's not perfect though. There are holes in it, but people hear what they want. That's hear. true. Yeah. That's fair. So there That's are fair. any of them could have said, but you, you, this was uh, during the school year and you said you were summer or whatever, you know what I mean? Like they're they're from the beginning. It's not a perfect lie, but the mom, well, if nothing is, else, you can't, the trees in an apple orchard, you can't you climb. Can't climb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty self-explanatory Maybe there are other trees around but yeah a good point so it's like but i think that's they do that on purpose because they're showing you people will hear what they want to hear and everyone deals with trauma differently and so the way that none of them pick up on any of these details because they so want to believe that that connor had a friend there right. was some he wasn't a loner and there were people he confided in and connor said these nice things and did these things and you know and the sister couldn't b- possibly believe it but then she starts to like maybe he did care about me and everyone wants to hear this uh, because the alternative is not is not good good right right so so he starts this but i also think as you see evan's character progress yes he is the kid with crippling anxiety but then also we find out that his mom is never around his dad doesn't want to talk to him we see text messages and it's all one-sided and he scrolls all the way up and the dad's like not now i'm busy so like this kid doesn't have a family the dad is literally gone the mom is never around she's working and then this family starts to take interest in him and care about him right from the beginning. Like you were his friend and they're nice and they cook him a dinner and they see the family together and laughing and being well, nice. Uh, yeah. The other problem is, is that Evan's presence within this family 
it's already broken. This fan, there's there's a line by Amy Adams where she says, "You have like you have to Danny Pino. It's like you have to tell her talking about Zoe." And he was he was like, "We can't tell her now. Like this girl needs her family. Like we can't." So it's pretty obvious that we're getting divorced, right? Like that's what. Oh, is it? I I mean I took it that way where it's just like we can't tell Zoe now that we're getting divorced oh. because like you can tell the tension is there between the two. Even in like the meetings where they're snapping at each other, like it's very passive. That's aggressive. true. I didn't remember that, but it makes sense given their relationship. Yeah, and and she yeah. and he says we can't. Like this isn't the time now. Yeah, for sure. imagine if like, hey, your brother just committed suicide. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, your mom and I are. Yeah, I don't divorced. think anyone. You know, like, yeah, it's not the right timing at all. So, but as as Evan is taken in by this family and gets this new dynamic, I think he gets he likes that feeling like i mean it's just he doesn't have that and once he gets it he feels more comfortable and then once he can tell them these stories and they say they take him in more it's like a it's i don't know if you'd say addicting but it's making him it's like feel, a drug it's I making him that. feel wanted yeah. and loved and cared for so yeah he was that kid but this is the thing that's actually making him feel better and so i think that between his anxiety and being in that difficult position and then starting to feel loved and cared for and he's so depressed and dealing with these issues that again he tried to commit suicide earlier so you've got to look at what he's dealing with that led him to that and i i think that it's just more sympathetic to see it's not a good thing but i think i understand why he did it i will and say how he i can understand the why i can't understand the how yes that's kind right, of where like, I that's am. where i get yeah. stuck is that it's like is that he like he shouldn't have the capability to craft this lie based on everything the why negates the how if 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 he's this flummoxed by navigating the world because of his d- disorders then he also should be too flummoxed to craft a lie a massive lie on the fly like that but you know it but it's snowballed though the lie snowballed from small and you know look at it this way he made up a whole story about how he fell out of the tree. He tried to commit suicide. So he's lied before and his mom believes it and everyone, the doctors, everyone else believed it. So he does have a history of creating lies and I think he's doing the same thing here. But the other people are also writing the lies for him. I mean, I know this is a song and and it's, he makes it, you know, whatever, but Again, Amy Adams and the dad, they are feeding him things. Oh, that was the orchard. You guys went to the orchard. I mean, they're making yeah, lies. It's, it's, he's give, they're giving him a... It's it's, almost it reminded like a, me of the psychic reading. Yeah. Of, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Of, of I like, think of it as like a fishing... You yeah. somebody with, uh, a, with a J, with a J, uh, yeah. you know, and then yeah. they're like... Jillian, but it's a G, but There's, it's a soft G. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. There's yeah. a man. I'm seeing a man. You know a man, right? Yes. Oh, Bob. Yes, it's Bob. Now is Bob? He's older, middle aged, or older? Yeah, about middle. Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. So when you watch how it plays out, it's very natural. And yes, he doesn't speak up and just say, "I didn't know him." But aside from that, they are just giving him all this, and then he's intoxicated and feeling loved and wanted, which is one of the big issues that he's dealing with in therapy is, is the love and family. So it just, I feel naturally perpetuates itself and then he gets in too deep. And that's the problem is it started off. He just, uh, lying by omission. He just, the parents needed it. Why not say I was the friend? And then he became part of the family. Then they became best friends. Then they became spending time with each other. And they were a couple. And then the mom says, well, do you have any more letters? And he's like, uh, probably some emails. I'll get them to you. So he's like, oh, because cause he has private accounts. And I'm yeah, sure he has all he, kinds right? of stuff. So they right? again, yeah. like, because, yeah, because the dad or the sister's like, we didn't see any emails to you. And well, the he, sister, I do I do appreciate this, that even 
Zoe is super uh, doesn't believe him. She's she, she's she, the BS detector because and she's really good. Zoe's not a parent, and Zoe was mistreated by Connor, so she is a lot more able to see through right. all the pain. She's like, I went through his text messages. I went through yeah. his, and there was nothing there but, from you. But then Amy Adams again, like you said, and what I was alluding to earlier, she just feed, she has a reason and explanation because she's old, lying uh, to herself. The old phishing email. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Can you send me your so, email address yeah. and password? Of for course, this yeah, private. Totally. Yeah, of course, You're Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> He had private accounts, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then Evan has to go to the friend, the family friend, and say, like, how do I create these emails? And so this guy is really clever, and he's able <laughs> to... Do you like where he's... The, the, this kid was the... For me, uh, Kate? Katie or Kate? Who was Kate Devers? That? Oh, Caitlin Deaver. Caitlin Deaver and this kid are the two MVPs of this movie for me. They're both... I think, really, uh, I think the girl, um, Amanda Stenberg... Oh, the, the, the Stu co-president or whatever? She is really good. She is really I thought good. She I, was would, I would agree with that. She was in The um, uh, the Hate You Give and uh, The Hunger Games as Rue. She was real little in oh, that. Remember, remember yeah, Little Rue? Yeah, that little Katniss? Rue, yeah, like, yeah, that they murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, well, that <laughs> is the... Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but each Hunger Game, there is one kid that <laughs> just survives. Just assume the, the six-year-old would be, yeah. you know, maybe not... And she was in a movie called The Darkest Minds, but I thought she was really good too. Oh, The Darkest Minds is a really bad like. Is that a YA, YA type thing, thing? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're in a Hunger Games, or yeah, type, right, you right, automatically right. go to every <laughs> YA. So, uh, but yeah, he's like, it's going to cost you twenty five hundred bucks, and he was like, what? I don't have twenty five hundred bucks. He's like, twenty five. You know, Evan's, well, and Evan's like, 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 how much do you have? He's like, 20. He's, he's like, like, okay. I'll do it for 20. <laughs> I'm not going to like it or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, so but that, so it just gets out of control, and that's what the whole movie is, is him getting closer with the family, their family, uh, growing more and more distant from his mom because he realizes that well, a family... Well, that's fam- the other thing, right? Like, he is texting... Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. He's texting his mom, I'm at Jared's, or who, mm-hmm. uh, who I assume is the, the family yeah. friend. Why not just say you're with your girlfriend? Why not just say I'm a... I'm a I'm at Zoe's. Like, why make up? Well, why are you he lying? He wasn't his girlfriend. When yeah, was they were together. Not at, not at the very beginning when he was. No, remember I think he's lying to his mom because he doesn't he doesn't want these two worlds to yeah, collide. Because, I guess that makes because sense. she'll be like, I've never heard of this kid. How are you? Well, she says that they have a yeah. conversation. Yeah, they goes, do. You're right. Who, who's who's that Connor on your cast or whatever? Is, that, he, the, is that the kid that died or whatever? It, it, and she, it, it, he, he, and he denies he everything. Tells her the truth. Initially, right? He's like, uh, yeah, I mean, he signed it, but I don't really know yeah. him. Right? Like, that's in the, the, he says that. So he's yeah. fessing up to his mom. So he can't say he's over at their house and because he was best friends or something. But he's or... not, though. Like, because when we get to the dinner scene where the, the surprise is that Evan's mom is there at dinner, mm-hmm. she says, You said you were at Evan's. You said, or you said you were at Jared's. You said mm-hmm. you were at Jared's. He and Zoe are together at that point. What? It was like the day before, like he had just, we just saw the scene where she was in his bed. Yeah. It was like the next day or the next week. I mean, it was very close to that. So I think there are time jumps. I do too. But, but I, I, and I do, but we saw them get together and then the mom was there when they walk in the next scene. Like, that was close together. So there were lies to his mom. But I think what Tom said, it's a real simple explanation. He's it's he has two families. He's a businessman out of town that has a family in a different town. Sure. I mean, he right, can't yeah. let sure. these two families get together because questions will happen and Amy Adams will say, Oh, I'm so glad that Connor had a best friend for him there. And then the mom's going to go, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just simple. It's he's smart enough to know, like you don't let those two meet because right. especially because it makes sense on some level that Connor would have this secret life and wouldn't tell his family. It doesn't make sense that Evan that's, would. That's true. Right. That's fair. That's fair. 
So, so that's the, that's the whole thing is the, the, the lie. It's a snowball lie. And we've seen this in tons of movies and television. That's not new. Uh, but the circumstances certainly are unique given this story. They, all, they also don't follow their musical rules. What's that? So Evan has a song in the very beginning mm-hmm. and he's singing through school and everybody's just kind of walking around him, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. But then as the, as the songs, as the movie, as the movie progresses and songs progress, right? Everybody's interacting with him while he's singing. Right. That's that's purposeful. Because because at the beginning he's isolated. As as the Connor project takes off, yeah. He's oh he's no longer alone, right? Like he's his his status in this world is rising. No one can see him in the beginning. Yeah. The whole song is he's looking through a window on the outside looking in while he's in the inside looking out but aside from that <laughs> which is really about phones <laughs> <laughs> so so the 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 whole deal with that like tom said is that no one can see him does and is anyone can anyone see me can anyone you know so yeah i i think as the movie goes on i really like how they did that and even in the car he's singing and his mom's looking at him but she's not looking at him like well, she's oh, that's talking weird. she's talking right. To him, right it's yeah. not looking at him weird he's singing and she's certainly not singing with him but she's like smiling and looking at him in, in her own world yeah so i like how the two are separated and yes you're right as more people get to know him and actually notice him then there's more singing going on around him and uh so it's interesting because in most musicals it's like one or the other but this movie the musical interaction develops and evolves sure it's interesting yeah and i guess the the main thing is that he gets up there for the memorial and he can't get it together and he's clumsy and then he just starts singing well i mean it's like here's, here's, another, well, here's another example evan tried to stop this thing i think many times like not not like i lied or or like even like i'm not gonna see you anymore but He's like, I'm not going to speak at the thing. Like, this is done. Like, he's, oh, he's sure. trying not to perpetuate this. I was his friend. Fine. I went to dinner. Connor was great. Thank you. Have a good night. Whatever. But then, well, you were Connor's best friend. You need to speak. Oh, I, I can't. That's crazy. I can't do this now. The whole school will <laughs> so not like think even, we're friends. Even the friend is like, come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, the friend is the only one that knows because he's helping him with the letters right. and stuff. But he never, like, tattles on him or anything. It's just, but you kind of see him as an ancillary character. Like, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he tries to not speak at the thing. But then the mom, he tells the mom. He's He says, oh, I wasn't going to speak at that. And she's like, Oh, you know, like you have to. And then she's like, I bought this tie for him and he never wore it. It's supposed, it was supposed to be bar mitzvah season and all these kids are supposed to yeah, invite you, him. You run into a lot of Murphys at bar mitzvahs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe it's because the dad's <laughs> side of the family, though. You know, because yeah. they didn't take his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're Murphy and he is uh, Larry Mora. Well, that's pretty. So, yeah, okay. so it's the dad on. is Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at least they, you know, um, but so he never got invited because, again, he's this outcast. He didn't have friends like Evan, maybe for different reasons, but they, they both are these kids without friends. Right. And uh, she's like, I, w- I would really love for you to wear this beautiful tie that I bought for him and he never got to wear. So it's like, oh, my God. From the- Brooks Brothers. Oh, Fancy. but I mean, look at the guilt trip there. And then it's like, how does. Evan, in the situation, no matter what he's already done, he did what he did for his reasons. It all fell into place. And then he tries to not talk the thing. And she does that to the kid. I mean, it's just, I feel like he just constantly is put in this position to where the only alternative is to admit that he lied. And then how horrible. Now, clearly, as it goes on, it gets worse. But still, at that point, he's like, I can get out of this without getting in trouble, without hurting anyone's feelings. He keeps thinking he can just call it quits and this is nice, whatever. But then he talks the thing, and then he has a moment that goes viral. So now yeah. <laughs> he's gone from the parents to 
the classmates to the world. Right. And, and it's now like, it's, it's, re, it's the amount of views is ridiculous. Right. They start the Connor project, which will reopen yeah. the, the, uh, the orchard orchard. or whatever. But the, but the point is Evan's in now, like it, yeah. there is oh. no going back. Well, that's because, the problem, right? Is I agree with you. He's in and he is starting this relationship with the sister, the girl of oh, his dreams. Uh, yeah. He got in. All right. Uh, the girl of his dreams who is kind of like this relationship is based on a lie. And I will say when I get to the end, when we get to the end, I appreciate mm-hmm. how it ends. Yeah. But, yeah. but he didn't, but he didn't lie to get in the relationship with no, her. I, he but, lied for these other reasons that we've been talking about. And it just worked out that way, which is the thing that he wanted. But anyway. he, but, but, but he, he gets there. He gets, to, he gets to, he gets to play on the team. If we're going to use the baseball analogy, He's they are on the team together, right? Because of the lie. And mm-hmm. then he uses things that he f- he felt, saw and remembered about Zoe, whether it's the the smirk when she's playing guitar, mm-hmm. right? And says that his brother her brother said those things, yeah. right? So now you're that's another big lie. It's a that's a huge that that, that is a huge lie. That honestly, if you watch that scene, that's the scene where Zoe is into him. Like that's the scene where Zoe realizes, oh, I think I like this guy because the next scene is her coming over right. to the house, right? But but he's doing it to make her feel better. He's not doing it to get in with her. I I agree with he's, you. He's, I agree with he's, you. You're right. I think all of Evan's intentions, with again the crap he's gone through, it doesn't mean they're the right thing to do. But again, I can see it. And he's in this situation where all these people are bummed and he's trying, they're trying to find, be happy and lie to themselves and this and that. And again, he's stuck with them knowing they were friends and he sees what she's going through. And he's like, uh, you know, he, she was like, he didn't, he hated me. He never talked to me blah, blah, blah. And Evan's like, no, he did. And then she's like, oh yeah, what do you say? So he's on the spot. And of course the things he notices are like girl, like he likes boyfriend stuff. Yeah. But to the brother, it would be like nice thoughts, you know, and like not in a weird way, but it's like, oh, my, he did think about me and think I was a good yeah. person. And, she's like, oh my God, I think my brother wanted to nail me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So the intentions you, are but the, so. But the problem is she shows up at his house and throws herself at him but what what what's the alternative what's he gonna do in that i I gotta tell you when when sex becomes a part of this and he doesn't tell her the truth that's a problem but the whole he's now in so deep i'm trying to say that without (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't at this point yeah but but he can't the whole the whole in that, world would unravel. He can't tell her the truth, but also he can't. I mean, that'd be weird to push her away. It's what he wanted, so it I is, don't know. I how, agree, but but it, it, but it is. It's, I mean, it's under false pretenses yeah. that he's acquiring access to her nether Body. regions. You know, I just don't, and, and he's a high thing. school kid. Here, I just don't know. How, I, I get what you're saying again because I'm not saying, and I don't think the movie thinks that the things he's doing are good, but. I don't know how many high school kids in this very specific awkward situation oh, I, would do different. Oh, I, I don't think very many of them w- would in, if they had gotten to this point. But but it doesn't change the fact that it it's very problematic. For, it is. It, you know, like it that's, is. I mean, that's, if not rape, it's certainly rape adjacent. Uh, I, I, I don't disagree. I think you're 100% right. But I think the... The main point is when we get there, we'll touch on it more. But like Joe said, 
he shouldn't win in the end because that's the problem. Right. Because right. of the false I, yes. pretenses, because of the problematic things he does, he does not deserve, even with his issues and stuff, like he needs help, but he does not deserve to, oh, well, he's struggling so he can do all this and no one was hurt and it's all, oh, happy day. It's like, no, it's a very problematic thing and people were lied to and uh, donated money under false pretenses. A lot and of money. Yeah. So, so I totally- Well, that's what we say, right, is that the donations kind of stall out the, the the head of the the organization kind of like calls him out kind of calls evan out because he's stopped showing up he didn't ki- you know like she says if you were his best friend you'd be here no matter what but now that things are kind of going your way you've kind of backed off you've shucked your responsibility were you even really friends with him and rather I, this is another point where rather than saying no I and i agree with yes, you yeah. he's he's in a shit situation Rather than saying, no, I wasn't, he doubles down on the uh, lie yeah. and shows her the note. Because, what again, what's the alternative? Now he's, he is in too deep. This is the problem. And so it sucks that he does this, and this is also something very personal and like, yeah, you should never have shown this. But right. but in the situation... He didn't have a choice. He is or cho- come out... Well, he and, did have a choice, but... But in everything yes. is... Yeah. Right. So she, he says, please don't post this. I don't know God, why. He should just show why, the phone. Yeah, just show I, her the phone. This, yeah. Don't send her the copy. I think, th- I think that is the big deal. That if you want to show someone something, but don't let them have a copy of it, you just show, show them. Right. You don't show send it. it. So, yeah. But that's the problem. I think he was so nervous. And like, oh my God. She just said, I, are you? I don't believe you because of this, that, and the other. You know, I'm starting to put the clues together. And he's like, if he wasn't my friend, why would he have said this? This is his letter. Right. And he emails her a copy of the letter. You can't show this to anyone. Okay, yeah, because and within, never and within like what twelve hours, well, no, eight four so, hours, she's like, nah. So in the meantime, the Connor project that you talked about that's trying to reopen the orchard. It's like one of these Kickstarter things where you have thirty days to raise the money. If you don't, then they don't give you any of the money. Right. So she's ten grand short of her goal or whatever, and it's about to end. So she is desperate too. And even though he confided in her, she's like, well, then all this would be for naught, and then Connor's memory's forgotten. So she thinks she really is doing what needs to be done even though it is kind of breaking the rules or you know ethically like what you should do it's she thinks she's doing it for the right reasons you know so it's yeah it's a mm-hmm. bad choice morally but also for good moral intentions so you know it's it's complicated Her heart's in the right place yes it's complicated and that's yeah. what i think is interesting about this movie is it people are complicated and this situation is extremely complicated because of these things that he keeps getting himself into and so when people dismiss it without watching it or saying i'll never see this or whatever it's like the movie isn't saying, oh, yeah, just go around and lie and do all this and it's great. That The point of this movie is not saying Evan is doing good things. The point is showing how you can get there and maybe but do you, how you can avoid it or how you should. It's teaching you a lot of different things. Do you think that you need somebody to root for in these situations or are you just in with these characters? I think his stuff's relatable. I mean, clearly I've never gone through anything. Well, like is it relatable intense, and you're rooting for him or is he just relatable? You want him to you want him to get help and you want him to get out of this thing unscathed. I mean, I, I don't want her to keep going deep. You know what I mean? Right. I, you want him to get out. He was put in this situation and he made some bad choices and you see why he does and you want him to stop making them. Right. And it's unfortunate they never do, but I don't think he's a villain. I think he's a kid that got put into some terrible situations and made some poor choices. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't like think the Joker. He, yeah, right. He's he's <laughs> he's not innocent, but he's also not a villain, right? right? There's a gray area, and that's why I think this movie's interesting because again, people are complicated, life is complicated, and this tells you this is a commentary on a lot of things. Parents, families, do you actually know your kids? 
do you actually, you know, know the people they are, you know, you feed yourself these lies and what you want to believe they are or how they are, but are you actually talking to them? Do you know your kid plays guitar and have you ever heard him sing? The mom's never heard well, him play, it, you know, that's an interesting point is like, yeah, there is the guitar in the room, but nobody, no one's ever, ever heard, him, heard sing. him sing and or, then play, or play the guitar, yeah. right? Like, Right, he's never, that, yeah. never, no one's ever seen him do anything with it. But he plays this beautiful music. When later on, we see this video from rehab someone took, and and it's really amazing at the end and everything. So it's like, do you know your kids? Um, are you paying attention to them? These parents are so oblivious. Like you can kind of see how Connor got the way he was. He was troubled, but I think the dad was busy, and the mom just wanted to believe that he wasn't that bad, you know. And I mean, this show, I loved it. I saw it twice uh, live. I again, I think because of those reasons, the subject it tackles and it tackles the suicide. And you know, do you know your kids and what they're going through? Are you giving them the help they need? Are you there for them? And then, um, you know, how people deal with with these situations. And 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 I, I just think there's a lot going on here that sure. you can you know analyze. And they're not telling you the characters are right or wrong, but they're human, right? And you can decide these things. And so I think that they touch on a lot of really interesting subjects. And so that's my answer. I think Evan is. Uh, somewhere in the middle, not a villain, not completely innocent, uh, but I understand his motivations. Sure. And so, uh, yeah. So basically, what happens is he gets busted. That's that's the yeah. long and short. The of girl it, puts the note online. Puts the note online, and then the the the, the people turn on the, the family. Internet. Uh, they're it's, just like, "What well, were they sending this to the best friend? How awful are they as a family?" And finally, they're rich, and then they're like, "Well, and and you know, Connor didn't have the help he needed, or like right. money to go to school." And so things. Evan goes to the house, and he blurts it like, "It's a it's a mess there. Things are." Back to where we were in the very beginning and, of the and movie. And I thought this was a gut-wrenching scene. I would this agree with words that. Words fail. When he's at the dinner table, Ben Platt's performance and, and the song and the reactions to the family and stuff, I thought this was amazing. I don't know. This is the, like I felt it. I I'm it with a, you. I'm with you. you know. I, I can see where you would feel that. Uh, and that's it. Like This is the end of it. And then obviously they can't say. So here's the deal. Is... The family's being attacked. Right. And Evan's like, you can't. I can't let your family go through this to Zoe. Like, cause Zoe doesn't want anything to do with him, but she's like the next day at school or later at school. She's like, we decided, uh, you know, it was their decision, but we're not going to tell anyone. Yeah. Because, because they don't want something to happen. They don't want to lose another they're, son. Yeah. They're yeah. afraid that like, that'd be <laughs> bring so much heat down on him. He'll do the same thing. Right. Right. Which right. is reasonable. And not even knowing she, everything they know. I gotta tell you, she has a delivery that is some stone cold, oh, yeah. like, Gut oh, it wasn't it. my decision. Wasn't like, my it wasn't my decision. They don't want to lose it. Like the way she says, they yeah. don't want to lose another son. And then the last line that she gives him at the very end of the movie, yeah. she is she is really good at doing the uh, that just that stone cold, cold yeah. um, delivery of but a line. She's that been will, she has been even she's more been, than others. She's been she's through been the ringer. Betrayed. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, big time. Twice. But yeah, her betrayal though at Evan, which I totally understand. Again, I saw how it got there, but knowing what happened and that finally came out it's like yeah you wouldn't be with that guy this isn't a the end of the movie they make up i saw how much good you did and i'm sorry and whatever like, no that no. i think that line was so basically what everything falls apart evan sends a a message via instagram and says i made this but up this doesn't happen in the musical oh so this is what i want to talk about this does not happen i think they did i think it's hard to do social media in a musical fair no, that, they put that's, screens on this, the stage, yes. and like while the this action's is so cool. going on, yeah. you're seeing social media posts. Yes. Okay, okay, the, yeah. That's another reason that I didn't get to 
keep going in the beginning when I was saying why it worked on the stage. You feel it is so cool how they do this on stage with these screens and you see social media messages pop up. And when the internet sees Evan's viral video, you see reactions and videos coming in like you're going through. They they do a good job in the movie of showing it, but they do that on screens and you're like being enveloped I, in them. It's, I, th- I think the director does a good job of opening this up like yeah. and, and not making it feel staged oh sure. like a lot of yeah, times sure. musicals when they adapt them for the big screen they they kind of yeah. get stuck Each little set is like this uh, yeah confined to the stage and yeah. so like i i think he does a really good job of of like making this not feel yeah like it was adapted sure sure stage, sure you, know? you see twitter messages pop up on the video screens around the stage you see the viralness go on in these videos and all the people touched by it and they start filling up and it's it's a really neat thing but um so in the stage show, that's it. It's like, we don't want to lose another son, whatever. It's a really touching moment. And then Evan just goes off to reflect on what he's done. So he didn't ever really have to face any consequences. And I think after six or seven years of the show and reflecting, and I think them listening to people that do yeah. have problems, it's like, okay, he has to have some accountability. So here. he doesn't, you don't get the scene with the, with the daughter. You do. You do. Okay. They just never he never told the world. No one knows that he it lied. remained a secret. It remained a secret, oh, okay. which was kind of, it's still in its own way was nice. Like the yeah. family, even I, though thought, they can't... I thought you meant he posts the video and then the play. Oh ends. no, no. Sorry. Then no. to okay. be, to be clear. Yeah. That's why I didn't, sorry. You skipped ahead. I wanted to stay on the, the admission part that that's, what's kind of nice in its own way is it's like, well, clearly Evan can't be a part of their family, but they did have this connection. And, Zoe does say in the stage show, and I don't know if she doesn't elaborate as much in the movie, but she's like, you know, this was horrible what you did and all that, but it brought our family closer together. So in a way, like, yeah, it was wrong, but also like my parents are together now. Right. And and I got to know my brother when I never knew him before in a certain, you know what I mean? Like she just says like all these things. And so like, yeah, you can't be a part of any of it, but also like we're doing okay. So just, you know, it was, it's a nice, yeah, but (laughs) you know, like kind of thanks, but get out of here kind of thing. So it's a nice way they end it to where he doesn't get the girl. He doesn't get the family, but also he doesn't like go to jail. He doesn't ruin his life. Yeah, no joke. You know what I mean? But like, it's a kind of a nice thing. So in the movie, he's like, I, I can't let them do this even though they said they weren't going to admit it like i'm going to say something he sends this thing out which clearly ruins his reputation i yeah. mean you yeah. don't see a lot of that but you put that out there his name is mud like that's it, well he's he's back to where he sort of right he's eating lunch alone he's no back one to where he was in the beginning him. but he's a little well, bit he's different wor- he's worse though he just he's alone before but now everyone's they, looking at him like bo- i yeah. guess that's true before yeah. they didn't know he existed he was now anonymous. they're deliberately yeah. ostracized yes right, so right, so right. he does pay for that right How, that's your last year of high school you've got to live with that and now like this thing was a viral sensation everyone knows who evan hansen is you know what i mean this yeah. would be a story that would go right would be huge so he's got to live with that um but then they do have they meet at the orchard and i will say i the the scene that after this where he delves into Connor's social media and he starts to like do research on this mm. kid I was like, well, I could take that out. I don't need like. Oh, I disagree. You think I you think that? this is his redeeming moment because the mom looks at that guitar earlier in the movie and she says, "I never heard him play a song." They ah. and so he goes out and he like he had made up all this stuff about Connor and they thought they were getting brought closer to him and it was all just fan fiction, right? Right. And right. so 
like he finally goes out and finds a tangible piece of this kid that they never got to see. Yeah. Sure, sure, and sure. so like to me, that's his. Re- that's, his redemption. That's that Evan's is... redemption. Yeah. Like when when he finds the the footage of that kid singing and playing the guitar, he gives it to everybody. Like that now they have a piece of their kid that they never right, knew, right. never got to see. They got to actually know Connor for the first time, which is the whole reason. They brought him into their world. Sure, sure, so sure. So sure. I, 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 yeah. like, I, I don't mind. I don't mind doing the research, but like I, him reading the books and like, well, like I feel like that ship has sailed for you. You don't get to have. You don't get to have that connection. It's not with for Connor. him though. It's but him, re- him reading not... the books though. Like him. Like, I think he's trying, tr- trying to have that. Like yeah. understand the guy. It's like you could have for them. I think because he wanted to. He's he's trying to. I think gather. it's both. I think he he's like okay. I didn't get to be friends with this kid. What like. Let me try to, yeah, to to fig- let let me try to ex- experience his world in sure, some yeah. sure. And then I do I do agree with you though like that sending the parents to him playing guitar, uh, which I also feel like why why are you recording that in uh, right? It's a, sh- a, like, it's what a stre- are you doing? It's like, a stretch that would have been the same. Yeah, thing. I, I don't think like, you're, you're allowed not to do that. To whip out cameras <laughs> in there. Like, I think it was probably a shady recording. You know, yeah, just right, like, right, oh, right. this kid. I'm bored in rehab, or but I get it. It's a stretch that it happened, but in this movie, it did, and he got it, and right. got to do something nice for them. But yeah, I think it's really great that it ends like this. And but no, I do agree that gave him more. Yeah, yeah, they give him more consequences of having to deal with all this and people knowing that he did all this. And then yeah, and in the end, he doesn't get the girl he doesn't get the family he doesn't get the he doesn't um, get to go to college for a year at least but he's saving his money to work for it you know yeah. we didn't even mention like once he got close to the family and the mom was over they're like yeah. we want to give evan <laughs> connor's money for college that we saved for him and and julianne you know, moore's like go f yourself and she completely basically and and this is another commentary on parents and are you a good enough parent because these parents can provide and she's working her ass off and meanwhile her kids going over to the rich kids parents who can give them everything right there's a lot to say in this and i think it like julianne moore's reaction is strong but it's also understandable sure she feels like she's not enough and she's doing everything she can and evan's everything to her and she's losing him to parents that can give him what she can't and so it's it's really a heartbreaking moment throughout, and the performances are excellent. Everyone's great in this movie. I will I I, I, I will agree with that. I, yeah. There was never a point where I was like, "Ugh, this person sucks." Yeah, but yeah, but but th- but that's it. Like Connor doesn't get the family, doesn't get the girl. He has to live with this, and the family is in the end doing better than they were in the beginning. So if this all had to go down, I'm not saying it was right that it did, but it's like you know the family's actually closer because of it. Yeah. You know, and they were like you said on the verge of divorcing. Yeah, I mean, they were. It was over. Yeah. So I mean, but I do. I I want to touch on yeah, Caitlin Deaver's little monologue here at the end. Yeah, they're walking down the orchard. She is dressed not. She she's very pretty, right? And I feel like that could be a little on purpose as like a middle finger to Evan. But she's like, I wish I could have gotten to know you now. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I would have known you now. You know, this whole thing started now, and it's like there's that moment where I was like, oh, don't don't do it like don't and then she's you know they they have their little speech and she's like there she's walking away and he says why did you want to meet here and <laughs> the 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 punt to the is where she's like you talked about this place i wanted you to see it yeah and it was like Ugh, yeah you deserve that you yeah. absolutely deserve that and that's and then you get like the graduation and then that's kind of how it ends yeah. But I'm I'm really glad that they didn't cra- yeah. tack on a happy ending. Where he didn't deserve it. Like, no. They don't even leave room for hope. It's no. just like, <laughs> like, like I don't ya. hate you, 
but you ain't getting this anymore. But, right. But that's right. what I'm saying too. And to all the people that won't give this movie a chance or see it, the movie, the moral of the story is not do all this lying and about around, especially around suicide and exploiting suicide and get the girl and live happily ever after he does not this is bad what he does yeah. right like that's the thing and people are not giving it a chance and i think that's frustrating because it has a lot to say and it is exploring so many different topics and i think that's why the show is so popular is young people can relate to a lot of this stuff and um it's not just as simple as oh old guy and exploiting suicide and why should that be good like no he's not the hero no you know? not the hero. But you can also see how lying can get you into trouble, how you need to get help, ask for help when you need it. Um, you know, both of these characters, Connor and Evan, need th- this help, right? And the mom wasn't giving it to Connor because she thought, kept changing different things she did and, and uh, thinking he's going to be okay. Well, he wasn't. And, and you know, and Evan needed to continue with help. And, um, you know, I mean, so many things we can go on and on about parents and touching base with your kids and making sure your parents know you appreciate them and whatever. Um, there's a lot to this movie. And so... I think the stage shows better, but I think the movie did a really good job of adapting it. And, uh, um, you know, the music's great. It's, it's Pasek and Paul. They did La La Land. They did The Greatest Showman. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, they've got Tonys. They've got Emmys uh, or uh, Grammys. Uh, I mean, and uh, they won. This show won six Tonys. You know, That's pretty impressive. Like for, you know. So, yeah. I mean. I think there's a good chance this will be one of the last Broadway musicals to get adapted to the big screen. Yeah, we've been a. There's been a run after at, West Side Story this Christmas. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's things already in the can, but yeah. I, I think that I think it's run its course. I think you're going to see more Broadway musicals. Hamilton, but it's going to be like yeah. Hamilton and Come From Away. That's how they they're going to film it. the show. I think this movie would have benefited from not yes. being a movie if they should have. They should have restaged it with this with this mm-hmm. guy if they wanted to capture his his version yeah which is fair people can play anything on the yeah. stage because you suspend your disbelief differently right. i know movies are movies but you still there's something different between you know you can have it doesn't matter age gender race i mean look at hamilton right i mean none of those people are the ethnicity of the historical yeah. characters but you can do things on the stage that just they work differently right yeah. and and it's more artistic when you make changes like that with a movie, when you do it, it just it may it, and it may be because of the people, right? It's not that you're necessarily doing something wrong, but people perceive those two mediums differently, yeah. and so you're used to a certain thing in movies. And what musicals are probably point oh five percent of all movies. So when you see that many narrative films, sure, sure, and a musical does something, you're like, this just doesn't work in this medium because I'm not yeah. used to it. So I I and I know that there's at least two songs from the play that got cut. Four. Okay, and and the, the the first song does any anybody have a map is a really great song that opens the musical and they cut that uh, disappear is when they're literally Connor is disappearing. It's a really sad song, but it's like the real Connor. Connor's in a lot of the musical, yeah. The the stage show. Connor's in a lot of it. It's not real Connor. Right. It's in Evan's head. Yeah. But the actor is on stage, following around with Evan, talking to him, convincing him to do things. It's a really interesting dynamic because it's all in Evan's head. But you get to know that you get to see this version of Connor, other than Evan just talking about that version of Connor. So it's it's interesting. Right. Um. But yeah, this disappear is like connor's memory kind of disappearing i don't know it's i think for the better that one got omitted but and it's still a good song but you know in the movie narrative it's like well the movie's already two hours and 20 minutes and so i get why they why they cut things i i wonder if they were filmed and there'll be a a director's Uh cut 
where it's with, all in it's with all a together. lot of that because I know two of the songs were for the parents. And I and I do think oh. the parents kind of get a little bit of a short. And we know Amy Adams can sing as well. Yeah, you you that is one of the other downsides to it is you lose the um, when you take away. Does anybody have a map in the beginning? Both the parents are singing about their kids, mm-hmm. and you see their lives cross over. Like you know, you see the juxtaposition of rich Amy Adams and singing about her troubled son Connor and you see Julianne Moore you would have seen Julianne Moore's character singing about Evan you know and how you know he's shy and and she loves him but you know she's got to work a lot or whatever you know but you see the dynamics of the two and they're all singing together and they bounce back and forth and so you kind of lose those parallels between the parents which is a big part of the play throughout you know and you just really it only culminates in the dinner scene in the movie so yeah I agree you do miss that yeah, it's also weird that Julianne Moore's character only has one song in the yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, and it's especially and it's like it's like know, part of a part and, of a song, and right? It's, like it's not hers. Well, it's that uh the thing at the end about the truck and the driveway oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's but it's um but it's also just odd that it's like you had like at that point I just kind of was like, "Oh, her character doesn't sing." Like and so when it start when she started singing, I was like, "Oh, she's she's singing." Okay, like it was. She's oh. just not in much of the story, you know. Yeah. Other than the beginning scene in the play, then it's like, yeah, you have the dinner scene and a couple little scenes with Evan. But that's the thing; she's never around, so that character doesn't get a lot to do. Yeah, it's surprising that they cast an actress of her stature for that's true that minor of a role yeah you know what i mean it is and it isn't because also it's like this is a huge production based on this famous play and it's like i kind of get it because you know they want names that's that's the problem is they didn't go with there are a lot of talented people on broadway that could have done this age appropriate uh you know even better singers not they were bad in this but you know there's there's a lot of talented people and they went with the stars right for this kind of like the super mario movie it's like what right super chris pratt is super mario get the (laughs) charlie day is luigi it's like what you know what i mean it's like they could have got voice actors that got got hammered yeah. yeah, it's it, it it's an odd choice. It is an odd choice. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think moving forward, I think you'll see these plays just yeah. get filmed. That's a good point because Hamilton was on, super successful and put on Apple TV yeah. or Netflix or yeah. what have you. As which a is, theater fan, I want to see the I original re- Broadway cast. I I don't care about. Agreed. I I like Julianne Moore and Amy Adams. I don't care about them in a musical. Give me the Broadway people when they adapt yeah. a musical for film properly. Yeah. It, it, you know it's great but and i love movie they, obviously there's a and, lot that i do but they love, almost but. never do yeah. right oh, they sure. almost never do they, there's way more misses than hits to where i'd rather be like just document the thing that got it right <laughs> well look at this i i know not everyone loves it, but rent is almost the entire original broadway cast but yeah. it's a movie version it's not a filmed stage right. it's a, but but it's kind of got the same problem that this does in that they yeah they use the broadway cast but the, now they're in their mid-30s uh, Rather than their teens and early twenties, rent isn't about high school kids. So, it but I mean, but they're supposed to be these young kids just starting out in the world, and they're not young kids. But it wasn't that. It, it was that movie wasn't that far after it debuted. Maybe it was ten years later. But, well, but that's a big difference when when yeah. it's the difference between making a movie about twenty five year olds okay. and thirty five. It year didn't olds. bother me at least. I get like, what you're saying. Daisy confused versus singles. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That maybe. Uh, that yeah, I mean, a thirty five year old being like, I'm just trying to make my way in the world, and I'm like, you're pushing forty, <laughs> bitch. Figure it <laughs> out. Figured it out by now yeah like you know but i yeah there there are a lot of great ones but yeah this also one, hot take 
Rent sucks. I've never seen it. Oh, it's not Rent. good. I don't understand. I, I saw it like on its 20th anniversary. I'd never seen it. I was like, okay, let me go see this. Everybody loves it. I'm watching. I'm just like the whole time. I just, I feel like so old and curmudgeonly. The whole time I'm like, just pay your rent, man. Just pay your uh, rent. I love rent. I've it, seen it in small theaters, and like big half theaters. the kids are like, well, my dad has all this money, but I'm not going to pay my rent because I'm going to stick it to the man. And I'm like, you are the man. Pay your rent. <laughs> pay your rent. You are That's the man. Like, well, I just, I'm like, I'm like, I have sympathy for none of you people. Yeah. Like, just get my jobs and pay your my rent. My dad's rich. Well, yeah. Like, cool. Like, Take that uh, trust fund. Yeah. And buy the building. Right. And don't worry about it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. And don't forget about our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. I guess next week we will be tackling Venom. There's two of them. So there's two Venoms. Yeah. What? There's three, actually. What does that mean? Well, Carnage is a is a Venom offshoot, and then Scream, who was also in the movie. Oh, I thought you meant Venom there's like offshoot. three versions of the movie. I was like, what? Oh, what? Well, I'm like, there's no. at least two. I think I'm there's a PG-13 cut. We are reviewing Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yes. Okay. There's one version of that, and it comes out next week. And it's super <laughs> short. Yeah. Is it? It's yeah, like 90 minutes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I already like it better than the first one. Well, the first so, one was 90 minutes. Oh. Well, well then I already <laughs> like it as much as the first one. Which means I... This is directed prob- by Andy Serkis. Probably don't like it at it all. It is? Yeah. It's oh, so, I didn't realize that. So was that... And? He, so was that Jungle Book so movie. So was that Jungle Book movie. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying that it's... It, Roland Emmerich? Toby? No. Who, who is... No, the guy, the Zombieland guy. Yeah, who, would, who is that? I'm nope. Just, I can't yep. think of it. Yep. Not Roland Ruben Emmerich. Fletcher. Ruben Fletcher. Yeah. I get... Yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it'll be interesting, but we'll see. We'll see. I, yeah. I wanted to do the Mini Saints of Newark. I thought we should get a Matt Bassler and then make him watch all oh, of the Sopranos <laughs> in the week. I did tell him, I was it. like, hey, by the way, the week before uh, James Bond, I'm going to do a retrospective. <laughs> I need you to go ahead and watch all of them. <laughs> he was like, I'm in. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's what you have to look forward to. Uh, until next time, JD is planning to blow up the pep rally. Get ready for a spoiler Won't say it twice Cause we already warned ya Better watch out It's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers 